Do your little thing about the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago, our fathers built upon this continent. A new PlayStation. That's it. Yep, that's exactly what Abraham Lincoln said. Sup, Sid. Sup, Josh. Sup, listeners. Sup, internet. Yeah. Sup, sup. Everybody's a sup. Okay. <laughs> Today is our first real episode of Thanks for Participating, the world-famous, widely-renowned, chart-breaking <laughs> podcast. And I'm super excited today because we're going to talk about The Office, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. Well, before we get into the real meat and sprinkles of the episode today, why don't you let the listener know what we'll be drinking tonight? Well, I think we both have different drinks. Okay. I am drinking a nice, ice-cold, 12-fluid-ounce Coca-Cola in a can. And I have some random mango-lime drink that's, at first, I was like, this is weird. But now I kind of like it. But it's still kind of weird. What was it? Thai mango? Yeah, I think that's what they call From this it. Asian cafe that we went to for lunch. Yeah, and they put, like, mango with a hint of lime. Was it lime grass or something? No, that was the other one. The, the strawberry, strawberry with the lemongrass. Lemon yeah, and oh. I went with the mango lime. Gotcha. Yeah, I had some of that. And it was like just a little bit of weird. But also overall, I think it was pretty good. Yeah. Just like one of those drinks that you have to get used to. And by the time you get used to it, there's not enough left in the cup for you to <laughs> actually enjoy it. Something like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, we have a couple pieces of housekeeping. Before we get started, number one, we got some fan mail from our last episode. Let me pull it up. This is a shout out to Jessica, one of our dear listeners. She says, you should talk about me and how wonderful I am. Sideways winky face. JK, your stuff is cool. And one day I am going to come steal your mic and use it to record. Ha ha, JK. You're actually pretty cool. Also, I told my friend about you guys. Love ya. <laughs> well, you know what, Jessica? Thank you, and love you too. Also, you're pretty cool, and I told my friend about you as well. <laughs> Which friend? She may or may not be my co-host of Thanks for Participating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like you guys would get along pretty well, actually. Yeah, we might. I don't know. You'll have to introduce me to her. Spoiler alert. You're the same person. Burr, 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 burr. We're not the same person. You and the friend that I was talking about? Oh, I thought you were talking about me and Jessica. I no. Was like, we're not the same person, but I do enjoy her. Yeah, the one that I was talking about. Oh, man. See, we were on the same wavelength earlier today. <laughs> now we are off. We are not even on the same electromagnetic spectrum. Ooh, we just got a Alexa notification. <laughs> Alexa, stop talking. <laughs> what the heck? Anyway. Thanks, Jessica, for reaching out to us. Again, you can, any listeners can reach out to us at participating.podcast at gmail.com for any of your fan questions or suggestions, and we will be sure to give you a shout out on the show in future episodes. Yep. All right, so let's jump on in. Today we are talking about The Office. Most of you are going to know The Office because it's pretty massive, but for those of you who don't, 
It's a show with nine seasons from, like, the early 2000s about office workers at a paper company called Dunder Mifflin. Sydney, why do you want, did you want to talk about The Office on our podcast? Well, I mean, it's definitely one of my favorite shows, and you hadn't seen it, and I was like, okay, everyone and their dog has seen The Office, so Josh needs to see it. Yes. Because you kind of live under a rock. I did kind of live under a rock. That is something that you have told me time and time again. And I'll keep telling you. Yeah, you probably will. One of these days, you'll actually teach me how to come out from under the rock. I'm trying. You know what? I feel like I'm learning to like climatize to the sunlight. I'm getting there, but I still got a long ways to go. Anyway, The Office was probably the first thing that you introduced me to way back when, when we first started dating. Yeah, we started watching that pretty soon after we started dating together. It was like our big project, and it took us a few months because there's nine seasons. Yeah. Well, anyway, Sydney, why don't you let us know how you were first introduced to The Office? Okay, so when I was younger, like, probably when it was in, like, it's, like, third or fourth season, I knew my parents kind of liked watching it and stuff, and one night when they went to bed, I turned on the TV, and I was, like, awake, and I don't think they knew I was awake, and I was kind of bored, and so I flipped it to the office, which I know my mom would not be happy with, like, her eight or nine-year-old watching, but... Mom, don't listen to the, this next <laughs> part. If you're listening, mom and dad, uh, just skip forward probably 45 seconds. I'm not even sure I was eight. I might have been younger. But anyways, I just like flipped on the TV and started watching it. And it was like the episode, like the Christmas episode with the iPod where Michael like they have like a limit for like $20. And then Michael buys like the $400 iPod and then like freaks out <laughs> when he doesn't get as good of a gift. So... Yeah, that's how I started watching it. Man, so scandalous. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> so since then, have you always just watched The Office? <laughs> no, I like, I watched that episode and I thought it was like pretty funny, but then like I didn't really watch it after that. Took like a few more years. In high school, I actually really got into Parks and Rec and I was like, yeah, this is it, which is like very similar to The Office. And I watched that for a while, and then I was kind of just like, oh, Parks and Rec is superior. Like, I don't want to watch The Office. But then, like, I think my senior year of high school or something, like, we started, like, watching it more as a family. And then I got, like, a lot more into The Office that year. And... All right. So what memories do you have that you attach to The Office? Any specific episodes or anything? Specific episodes? Or just, like, references, you know, how, like, The Office managed to affect oh. your life in, like, any other ways besides just sitting down and watching it. Well, I mean, you know, Josh, better than anyone, that my family speaks in movie quotes or TV show quotes. And most of those are The Office. There's a few Parks and Rec and a few other things that are in there. But, you know, we basically just speak in TV show quotes. Yeah, there have been a countless number of times where I will be with your family and you and your sister will be sitting on the couch and one of you will reference a quote from the TV show and then the other one will just 
respond with the next line and then you will just back and forth and you'll think it's the funniest thing ever and you'll both be in tears and you'll just (laughs) word for word quote a 10 minute scene and you'll just think it's the funniest thing ever and then what's crazy is the next time we come hang out you two will do the same thing with the same exact scene (laughs) and you'll think it's so funny like it's never happened before (laughs) we do not i think you do (laughs) yeah we probably do yeah, maybe 10 minutes is an exaggeration. Maybe it's like seven minutes. Yeah, seven minutes of <laughs> just, and I'm, you know, for the longest time I was completely lost. Now I like, you know, I get a good amount of what you guys are talking about. The thing is that we've watched that show so many times. We have every single episode basically memorized. It's like Monty Python and the Holy Grail when I was a lonely little sixth grader. I just watched it a billion times, and I can still quote the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I, that's wild to me, because I have never been, like, a rewatch kind of person. I've never rewatched something to the point that I could quote, you know, a good amount of it. Like, obviously, I will recognize, you know, common quotes from certain movies, and, like, you know, some of the most popular jokes that are from, that you know, you see on memes and obviously that you and your sister quote all the time but like i probably couldn't quote anything from that show even though I w- we watched all of it you're just weird like that i yeah i just i watch the same shows over and over again well yeah that's that's the thing is i feel like <laughs> i feel like that's probably pretty common with most people is they find their comfort show and they know that they can just turn it on cuz they've seen it so many times you know when the rest of the day's rough they just turn that on and they know that the office will always be there for them or you know whatever their comfort thing is right mhm and for you i feel like the office has become like so much of a comfort show that you'll just you'll turn it on when you're falling asleep you, you, right yes. you'll put oh, in your yeah, headphones sure. you'll lay down you'll just turn on an episode that you've seen so much and that will actually help you fall asleep yeah it's cuz like my mind races so much like i'll sit in bed for like an hour or two but if i put on the office i'm out and like before that episode's over. That is bonkers to me. <laughs> yeah, that would that would not be able to help me fall asleep. That would keep me awake. Like there 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 were a couple of nights where like the TV would be on like playing the office and you would like fall asleep and I just I couldn't cuz you know that music like especially in between episodes. Yeah. Like Man, I just, I cannot fall asleep to that. It is like a demon opening my eyelids and then breathing like up into my skull. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you cry on this. If I've offended you in any way, feel free to... Uh, to leave you've offended me in every way well then time. this episode <laughs> of the podcast is adjourned <laughs> jk well anyway why do you enjoy the show overall like why has it resonated so much with you i really like the kind of like deadpan comedy it just like you know the, there's no laugh track or anything it's really funny and it's relatable because i think we've all kind of worked with people that are like that in our lives, you know? I mean, obviously, each person in there is, like, an exaggerated stereotype. But I've definitely worked with some uptight Christians, like Angela, and some super lazy people, like Stanley. 
What are you talking about? Didn't Stanley have like the most consistent high sales numbers? Yeah, but he's always like, this is like a run out the clock situation. Oh, gotcha. Or just like, like meet the expectations and, and nothing no more. more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. We've or, all been that person. Yeah. Or like the person who just like goes crazy, like Ryan, or like the super talkative person, like Kelly. Or Andy. Andy, uh, oh my gosh. I, like I am probably the most like Andy. I can see that. Except like, you know, I'm not super socially comfortable in most like situations. I have pretty bad social anxiety. So it's really hard for me to like be myself anywhere outside the home, basically. But like with when it's just me and you, I feel like I am Andy. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could really see that. Like not as annoying, but you get there sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I have read and researched like how everyone didn't really want them to make the American office because the British office was so good. It was like sacrilegious almost and that they were constantly in fear of getting canceled in the first couple of seasons. Well, yeah, they had to really fight to stay on air. You know, if you listen, Brian Bob Baumgartner has a podcast about it and so does Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey and both of them talk about how at the very beginning they were so afraid of getting canceled because they weren't sure that kind of humor would translate over to America because there was nothing like it in America yet and it didn't do well with test audiences and so the network tried to cancel them but there was like one executive that was like no no follow it out and ended up becoming really huge and going nine seasons and even now in 2020 it's making a resurgence. Yeah now that netflix has made it big again like Mm -hmm. even more so than it was right yeah it's bigger than it ever was now i i feel like a lot of people find it difficult though to watch the office because of the kind of humor that it has (laughs) oh yeah a lot of people can't stand to watch something that gives them secondhand embarrassment like it's just the cringy kind of you know everything that michael scott does oh uh, he's the worst right yeah my dad always talks about how he prefers parks and rec over the office because they're kind of the same format like that mockumentary style but parks and rec is a lot less of the cringe humor and sometimes the office can be a little bit too much of the cringe humor like scott's tots that one's terrible yeah i feel like that's the universal episode that everyone you just have to like Get through it once, and then if you can get through that, you can, you know, you'll never be embarrassed for real for the rest of your life. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's the episode where Michael, he promises a bunch of, or he had promised a bunch of kids he was going to pay for their college education. Now they're all high school seniors, and he can't pay for any of it, and he has to go tell them. It is painful. Michael gets himself into situations like that every episode. Yeah. And, you know, for some people, that's like, that's a deal breaker. That's, you know, painful for them to watch. That's not enjoyable for them. Why do you still find that funny and enjoyable to watch? Like, how is like such cringy, (sighs) embarrassing writing in the show? How has that become your form of comfort? I think just because it's not happening to me. Like, Scott's Tots, I'll admit, I can't even handle that one. But some of the best humor in that show is that cringy humor. Like, my favorite episode of all time, like, the pinnacle of office humor is the dinner party. Right. Which is where Jan, who's Michael's girlfriend at the time, and Michael decide to host a dinner party. Yeah, anyway, Jan's a psycho and Michael is Michael. And so the dinner party just ends up being, like, the most awkward thing ever. But it's so funny, especially the song. You took me by the hand. 
man. Maybe a man. That one night. One night. You made everything all right. <laughs> yeah, the number of times that you and your family have broken out into that song. <laughs> More than you'd probably want it to be. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe it's pushing. Why did you feel it necessary to introduce the show to me so early on in our relationship? Well, I think for starters, because you didn't understand most of the conversations my family had. (laughs) 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 You were just like, why are you guys saying this to each other? Yeah. I don't remember if this was before or after we had moved to Provo, where we're currently living in order to go to school, but we would be spending the day with your family in the living room. And, you know, there were a couple of days where you'd, you or your family would turn on a show and it would just be some random episode of a show. And you were so excited to turn on The Office. Like you were, you had been talking to me about a scene from The Office that you thought was so funny. And it was the beginning to the emergency preparedness episode or whatever it is where Dwight, you know, lights it on fire. And then is it the same episode where there's the CPR? Yes. And so you were just talking to me about all of these things and you're like, you know what? It's probably just better to watch it. So you turn it on and we watched it and it was one of the next episodes. After that, we watched it again and I just had so many questions. I was like, oh, why does he not like or like, why does Ryan not like Jim? Or like, why is Dwight or whatever? Or why is the bu- like, how is the business going bankrupt or whatever? And you're just like, uh, we should probably start over from the beginning. And so then we just like watched a couple episodes at the beginning. And then we eventually moved down to Provo and we were living in apartments that were only a couple blocks away from each other. And so we were actually able to spend a lot of our time after all of our classes together. I'd come over to your apartment and I felt like every night, you know, you turn on the office. <laughs> yeah. Because that's just what I do. I just like turn on the TV and then do my homework or stuff and it'll just run for like six hours. Yeah, we didn't watch that much. Like I'd come over, I'd bring all my books, we'd get homework done and out of the way and then we'd turn on the office and we'd watch episodes. But yeah, watching those couple episodes every night starting in, you know, the summer and we got it done before like the spring the next year. Yep. I think we got it done before coronavirus. Right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Because it was before you moved home. Yeah. And then you were like, what now? Right. Because I didn't have any TV or anything. Like the TV in my apartment, we had one. I don't think it was connected to anything. One of my roommates had an Xbox, but he never like turned it on. Your apartment was pretty ghetto too. Yeah, it was a little bit. Um, It was pretty ghetto. It smelled weird. And I don't think that was your guys' fault. I just think it smelled weird because it was old and like... Not well kept by management. Yeah, but we had a TV in our like living room area. And I lived there a year, but I never turned it on. <laughs> but anyway, I remember we would, a lot of the times, after we'd finish homework, we'd go grab dinner or we'd go grab ice cream, probably ice cream like almost every night. Yeah. And we'd get brownies or like cookies. gourmet cookies. Yeah. And then we'd bring them back. And you had that fleece pink blanket. That we'd always like bring onto the couch. And there were, there was the one time where we had the chips and queso. Oh, yeah. And and I like somehow got queso all over the blanket. Yeah. And so then we went and did laundry and I washed the blanket. And right after we finished laundry, we're like, okay, let's watch some more office. And we sit down and then he spills his Coke on my blanket. (laughs) Yeah. That, that blanket is such a, (laughs) uh, like a. 
Hello there, dear listener. It's me, Editing Josh, from the future. Did you just hear that sound? That means it's time for this week's segment of Guess What Josh is Trying to Say. Do you think that past Josh is trying to say that the blanket is A, a fall guy, B, an artifact, or C, an absolute unit? Don't worry, because the answer is coming up right after a word from our sponsors. Is Rick Rowling still a thing in 2020? Can it be? Ah, anyway, back to you, Past Josh. Take it away. Uh, heirloom. No, that's not the word. You know, like when Indiana Jones goes to get the thing? I've never seen Indiana Jones. Ah, man, what's... It's like things that are like a value. Artifact. You, artifact. There okay. we go. <laughs> that blanket is such an artifact for our marriage. Yeah. Tell me about... Because now that the office is done there's that podcast that jenna fisher and angela kinsey come out with where they revisit the show episode by episode and you are like a staunch listener of their podcast right yes and that's probably one of the only podcasts that you like listen to regularly like there have been some other like you like true crime podcasts and stuff but it's office ladies and cold that's it the office ladies is the one that angela kinsey and jenna fisher do and then cold is about the death of susan well the disappearance of susan powell right which is really good by the way so why like what is so intriguing to you or like entertaining for you to like listen to them talk about their experience and you know behind the scenes info on the office you know i think i've just i've seen the office so many times that i know exactly what to expect at every moment that like i just kind of want some new content and it's really fun to listen to them talk about the behind the scenes and like where certain ideas came from and like their stories filming the episodes. And, you know, I think one of the coolest parts about The Office was that they were a cast that got along so well together, which is what you want to hear. You know, there's a lot of times in the film in like in the film industry where abuse and coworkers not getting along and other things that go on behind the scenes. But when you have a show like that where like everyone is just like genuinely best friends, I think that almost like enhances the experience of watching it and diving into it more because you know they were having so much fun making that. Yeah, that's awesome. I also have like listened to a lot of their episodes. It's kind of my podcast to jump into while I'm waiting for episodes of all of my favorite podcasts to come out. There's something very special about listening to friends that are so close just talk to each other about anything. It's like all of my favorite podcasts are like that, where you can just hear them and you can hear how close they are and their shared experiences. And, you know, that's kind of the inspiration for why I wanted to do this podcast with you is because you, I don't know if I've told you this before, you're my best friend. Wait, what? Yeah. I hope that's reciprocated. It doesn't have to be. No pressure. (laughs) But just talking such like a low stakes environment. I don't really know like the feeling, the thought in my head. Don't know how to say with my mouth. I know. I'm glad you know. Our listeners probably have no idea. Yeah, but I understand. That's okay. (laughs) This is our show. We can do what we want. We can say what we want. And you'll get used to Josh not saying what he wants. And we'll only apologize if it's somehow illegal or blatantly offensive. Hopefully we don't say anything like that, though. I don't know, Josh. I've heard you talk. Hey, you're making, you're making me out to be such a bad person. I know. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Do you? I remember there were 
several times where something would happen in the office that would, you know, make me bust up at the gut. I would laugh so hard. And then you would laugh more at how much I was laughing yeah. than how much, how fun the actual situation was. Yeah, you have a contagious laugh. But also, I just think it makes me happy that you enjoy it, that you were enjoying it. Yeah. I feel like I probably laughed most at the things that Creed would say. (laughs) Creed is an icon. Yeah, he was just, you know, in the background, and he would just have his one or two random quips every episode, and they were so perfect (laughs) each time. And they would come out of nowhere, and they'd catch me, and... Man, I, I would laugh for days. Now I have two chairs. Only one more to go. <laughs> yeah. And then there were other things that would happen when we were watching The Office together. Like last summer when I went to the eye doctor for the first time and I got brand new glasses. And then we watched The Office the next time and I realized my glasses were strangely similar to the ones that Dwight wears. Yeah, but they look a lot better on you. Yeah, see, that's that's what we was happening, is I was saying, I feel like I look just like Dwight. And <laughs> you were like, but you're more handsome than Dwight. Yes. I'm, I'm not putting words in your mouth. You did say that, right? Yes. Okay, no take backs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and so then I was like, oh, so I'm like as handsome as Steve Carell, as Michael Scott. And you were just like, probably more handsome. And it was like right after we had watched the, the one episode where Michael accidentally invites Jan and uh, the other real estate, Carol. Carol. So he accidentally invites two dates to the same game night, and they don't realize that they're both his quote-unquote girlfriend at this thing. Well, I think Jan realizes that, like, Michael has two dates because Michael had asked her to come, but Carol doesn't because she just thinks Jan is Michael's boss. Right. Well, anyways, we had just watched this episode and you had told me like, oh, yeah, I think you're like handsome or you're more handsome than Dwight. And I was like, oh, like as handsome as Michael. And you're like, oh, maybe even more handsome. And I was like, oh, so I can definitely have two girlfriends. That's how it came about. (laughs) Something something along those lines. And I just like said that, you know, not really thinking, just like trying to like you know, make a funny play of like the episode that we had just watched. Like, oh, if like, if Michael thought he was handsome enough to have two girlfriends and I'm more handsome than him, I can definitely pull off two girlfriends. Not realize that <laughs> I was saying that to my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, and then we've been dating s- like three months and I was like, what the heck is wrong with this guy? Why am I still dating him? As soon as it came out of my mouth, I realized like, wait, <laughs> nope, that is not what I meant to say. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of been an inside joke because, you know, there have been countless times since then where I'll just say something and it just like came out before my brain could figure out, wait, that that is not exactly what I meant to say. <laughs> and and then we'll, yeah, we just joke about that all the time. Yeah. I think one of the draws of The Office is like that the humor is so, because the situations are so lifelike that these are things that could happen to us. But they're things, like, taken to the extreme, you know? Right. Like, with the dinner party, where all hell breaks loose, and Jan, like, starts throwing stuff at the TV, and, like, the cops come. And never, like, everyone leaves, and the cops come. Or, like, the uh, 
safety training one that we were talking about where Dwight starts a fire instead of just pulling the fire alarm to do a fire drill. He starts a fire in a trash can and then everyone goes crazy and there's someone throwing a printer at the uh, window to try to jump out and Angela's got her cat that she throws in the ceiling and... Oh, Kevin throws the chair at the vending machine and starts pulling out all the snacks. Yeah, I've heard I've heard them people that have been on the office and writers on the office talk about how you know they wanted to push the limits of how comedy was presented in the show, but they didn't want to quote jump the shark, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that happens in the show, you know, is wild, it's crazy, you know, it's borderline fantastic but it never crosses into unreasonable you know extreme like Uh you can imagine anything that happened happening except for maybe the one time where dwight went across the tightrope with with the the printer with the printer (laughs) well he like he like somehow got his bike attached to the tightrope and then it flips That made me cry. That was almost jumping the shark, I feel like. (laughs) Well, the whole last two seasons jumped the shark, let's be honest. Like, once Michael left, the show just kind of went downhill. Yeah, and I feel like that's pretty common, I feel like, for shows that are super successful. They go on and they get away from themselves, and they go on past where the story was originally. You know, you can't hold anything against The Office. Like, they... They ran with what they had, and, you know, there's still, like, a lot of, like, entertainment to be had in those last couple seasons. Oh, yeah, there's still some really funny, iconic moments. Like, I'm sure you've all seen the gif of the guy walking with the pumpkin on his head that's, like, stuck on his head. And that is Dwight in, like, season nine, I think, for Halloween. You know, overall, I would have to say that it is an extremely enjoyable show to watch, especially watching it with someone if you're watching it by yourself, I don't know how you do it. I could never do it because then that secondhand embarrassment by default falls to me. But if, <laughs> like if you watch it with more people, then, you know, those cringy, you know, awkward. It comes, it like disperses throughout the whole room. And then, you know, the average embarrassment is like under the threshold per person. So it's not quite as bad. But, you know, it's so fun to just watch movies or TV shows with other people, especially things that you have enjoyed for so long, being able to revisit those things for the first time with someone else who hasn't experienced it. That's like the closest you can get to, you know, going back at the very beginning with fresh eyes and do like watching it again as if you've never seen it before is being able to experience it by proxy with someone that hasn't. Yeah. And that's why it was like so fun and exciting to like watch it with Josh. It was almost like watching it, for the first time again that I got to experience like the end of Casino Night with him and like you know all the other iconic moments that happen on the office it was like watching it again and just like waiting for his reaction to it yeah that is the whole idea of what we're doing in this show is really focusing on that special feeling when you get to watch someone else watch something that you love and you just see it in their eyes you know what to expect and you know that they're like ignorant to like what's coming up you know or introducing them to activities that you have grown up with it's i feel like that is kind of the basis of like my connections with other people is being able to share experiences with one another share 
things that we're all passionate about and, you know, welcome them into the things that you, like, love the most. Yeah. Fun fact. Did you know couples who, like, talk about memories that they've shared together end up having a stronger relationship? I read that somewhere. Don't fact check us. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that was like by like a reputable sociologist. I couldn't tell you who or where I read it, but you know, that might, it's probably 80% chance that it's true. Okay. 80% chance. I will take those statistics that may or may not hold up in court. <laughs> no, but that makes sense. It does. Like, yeah. I feel like we're obviously experts. Uh, at marriage and family and relationships. Yeah, given we've got that a whole three months under our belts. Yeah. So uh, get up on our level, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, we're definitely not still in the newlywed stage. You know, marriage might not be for everyone, and but the the key to like having healthy interpersonal relationships is meaningful time spent together. And with fiction, with our hobbies, traveling, those are ways that. I feel are very impactful in making of those meaningful, meaningful moments in time that we spend together. Yeah. So we'd like to thank you all listeners for joining in on our marriage therapy sessions as we spend time with each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, after you listen to our 12 week course, um, you can join. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not making a 12 week course. Ain't um, nobody got time for that. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have to do an episode on how you introduced me to what a meme is. <laughs> I can't even remember how I did that. I think it was because your cousin oh, the meme challenged war. me to a meme war. And I didn't even know like what that meant. And he just started sending me these like pictures with like you know, words on them. And I was like, I don't, where is he coming with these? And then you started sending me some. And then all of a sudden, like Facebook artificial intelligence started like putting them on my news feed. And so. But that's a story for another time. Yep. It, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, Josh lived under a rock and I mean it. He didn't know what a meme was. He didn't know what an album was. He'd never watched TV. Okay. Who's the person who had never seen the Tim Burton Batman movies? Still me. But how many of our listeners have actually seen the Tim Burton Batman movies? Um, I don't know. And how many of them see have seen them and actually remember them because they didn't just file it away in the back of their head because they were mediocre? I don't feel like they were me. Well, that's the thing is like. Or was that the George Clooney ones that were mediocre? I think there was one George Clooney one and one Val Kilmer one, and they were both not super good. <laughs> but like, that's the thing also that like is great about this podcast is the things that we've seen when we're little, I feel like are inherently a lot better than they are. And it's hard for us to accept how negatively people like view them. Like for example, the Star Wars prequels, we'll do episodes on those, but I watched those when I was little. I grew up on them. Never once did I know that people thought that Jar Jar Binks was the worst character ever. Never once did I think, oh, Hayden Christensen was a bad actor. Never once did I realize that the that the prequels are actually kind of trash. Yeah, like I never like <laughs> I never thought like, oh, like the the new CGI isn't going to hold up and like they should have just gone with the practical effects and the puppets, you know? And so like when I watch it with you, obviously you're going to go in there with like new eyes, but I'm just going to go in there with nostalgia ablazing and uh yeah, we both had very different reactions to those. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of also the thing is I want like our podcast to like focus on you know, why we can enjoy the things we can enjoy 
and, you know, not have to be sorry for it. Right? Yeah. We're all about that positivity life. Yeah. <laughs> up in her. Up in her. It's cold up in her. And all we have to eat is ice cream sandwiches. We'll do an episode on, like, <laughs> Rhett and Link's music career. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what it's from. For sure. Gotcha. Cool. Do you have anything else to say about The Office? The American work... What's the full, like, name of the documentary? I don't know. I think there is a full name, right? I don't know. I just thought it was called The Office. Um, Let me look it up. Because, like, I think it's... The the show is just the office, but I think the the documentary that they made, you know, within the show has like Oh yeah, probably. But the thing is I've only watched seasons two, three, and four over and over and over again because those are my favorite seasons and they probably talk about the documentary in season nine. Yeah, I feel like it was something like The Office, the American workplace or something. Like that one time you like walked in on me and I had like was watching the same episode like a week or whatever. Well yeah, you we were there was like a three weeks period of time where you just turn on the TV and you just go like subconsciously to the same episode and then I'd like come back like from work or something and you'd be on the same episode. And then I'd like come out of the bathroom and all of a sudden it was the same like office episode. It's just like somehow you never got past that one. It's because like, it's my favorite era of The Office, and I just wanted to watch it over and over and over again. But the thing is, you never even realized that you were doing it. Because I was like, why are you watching this episode again? And you're just like, what? What do you mean? And I was like, you've literally been watching this episode like every single time. And you're like, oh, I didn't even realize. I think it's because, like, in my mind, like, you were just walking in on me. But in my mind, like, I had started it a couple episodes earlier or, like... You know, I started it at different places every time. Sometimes I started on that episode. Sometimes I started earlier. Sometimes I started later. But for some reason, you only caught when I watched that one episode. But that is like your f- your favorite era of the show, right? Yes. Is when Jan starts to lose her mind, go crazy, up like leading up to dinner party, right? Yeah. I think like probably about like season two. All the way up to dinner party. I'd say that is like the golden age of The Office. Because they're still working on the Jim Pam love story. And there's the decline of Jan. Which is one of my favorite story arcs of all time. It's brilliant. And Melora Hardin is brilliant. Alright, I will take your word for it. You don't have to, you've seen it. Oh, (laughs) oh, man. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. I, I keep forgetting about that part. Oh my gosh. Have I ever told you you have really cute eyes? <laughs> Thank you. Hey, quit distracting me. We are, you know what, Sid? We're recording a podcast here. You have no permission being that adorable. Keep it, is it keep it G or keep it PG? PG. But why not go for G? Racy. A little racy? But not too racy. Jaws was PG and there was a nude woman swimming that got eaten. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, the like opening scene, she like goes out like skinny dipping in the ocean at but night. But do they show anything? I don't know. Okay. But then again, uh, Psycho was R, and he didn't show anything. <laughs> yeah. Like they were like. She got stabbed in the shower, but like she you got don't... stabbed, and you like you can see her like shaking the knife back and forth, and it doesn't even go anywhere close to the lady's body. Yeah, you don't see anything above her collarbone too, or below her collarbone. <laughs> you don't see anything below her collarbone. <laughs> anyway. So we'll keep it uh, 2020 PG. 
What's a 2020 PG film? I don't know. I haven't seen any films in 2020. Let's uh, let's do a quick internet. Oh, search. maybe the new Mulan, or is that PG thirteen? That's probably PG thirteen. If people yeah. are dying, well, people died in the original Mulan, and that was PG. Let's see. Um, Monsters Inc. was PG. Did it come out in twenty twenty? No. We look, we look movies that came out in twenty twenty. No, but I think like that's pretty similar. Do do do. Oh, what about the new um, Pixar movie? Onward. Oh What yeah. is Onward rated? PG, I think, probably. Onward is rated PG. You're right. Have you seen that yet? No. I have also not seen that. I'm not sure I want to, though. Really? I don't know. I just, like, I don't get excited about going to watch animated movies. But then when I go, it's, like, super fun. Like, Monsters, Inc. is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, you gotta admit, you were definitely not excited to watch the Lego Star Wars holiday special with me. But then we got down into it, and man, it was the best (laughs) you've ever oh let me let me rephrase that but man man i I really can't talk you liked it right it was okay Ah, no let's uh, do a retake on that one you liked it huh it was okay Ah, okay i'm not gonna lie i just want you to like star wars as much as i do baby no that'll never happen (sighs) i like star wars but i just set too high of expectations for you yeah I'm I'm at a bar that you'll never reach. You're like a mega fan, like No, 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 no. There's no such thing as a mega fan. I just may or may not have like experienced more of the things that you have. But you know what? You were willing to watch it for me, and I have to say thanks for participating. <laughs> See what I did there? I do enjoy Star Wars, but it's not something I'm gonna watch over and over again like The Office. Well, yeah, I I enjoy Star Wars, but also I I, I can't rewatch it over and over again. Like I that is very hard for me to like watch something that I've seen very recently. Yeah, and it's hard for me to like take like tons of Star Wars in one day. Like I I need to do like one episode of The Mandalorian or like Rogue One or just like, you know, different chunks at a time. I can't do like a Star Wars all day marathon. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing recently. I'm getting into the part of the Clone Wars that's actually been getting good and I'm surprised how like hard it is to like stop watching. Yeah, and see, that's another thing where you're like a mega fan because you're like totally into the Clone Wars. Sure. And all that other stuff. Like, you know everyone's name. And didn't you read a book or something? I listened to a book. Okay, nerd. But it wasn't even like considered canon. Anyway, we'll do more (laughs) Star Wars episodes and we will dive more into why Sydney is wrong about not enjoying Star Wars as much as she is. Just kidding. That's I'm such a hypocrite. Uh, there's no gatekeeping. There's no shaming. You can enjoy Star Wars as much as you want to enjoy Star Wars. Would you say that you like Star Wars? Yeah. Then I would say that you're a fan, right? Sure. You, If you like something, you enjoy it, like, that's good enough. You know, if you don't like it, whatever. But we're all about the, the hype. I don't like that word. I don't like the word hype. I don't like the way you used it. Okay, we're all about spreading positivity and rays of sunshine and not shaming or <laughs> and bullying anybody. And... and pooping butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> In my world, everyone's a pony and they all eat rainbows and poop butterflies. Because that's definitely the kind of people we are. <laughs> What's that look? Why are we so weird? Maybe we should stop. <laughs> Do you want to stop doing this podcast? <laughs> I don't I don't think this is doing anyone any good. No. It's just us being weird and rambling.
Well, anyway, we are kind of running low on time. We, do we want to keep these to about an hour, probably? Yeah. Hopefully under an hour. I feel like anything over an hour is hard for people to listen to. It's probably like anything more than, you know, two minutes with our voices is like pushing it. Yeah, my voice is so annoying. <laughs> hey, stop saying that. I actually am attracted to your voice. <laughs> You're my husband. You have to say that. I do have to say that. You're right. It was in the contract. <laughs> yeah, the contract I made you sign. Yep. Yep. Well, anyway, um, let's go ahead and wrap up. Are you okay with that? I guess. Um, after our whole, like, Star Wars and, you know, et cetera, tangent. 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 Uh, <laughs> bring it back to the office real quick. Anything else? Any closing remarks? If you haven't seen The Office yet, go watch it. It has made me cry tears of laughter multiple times. Um, you know what? I feel like we can end with a Michael Scott quote. Oh, please. Um, let me see. Let me pull up one. Oh, I know. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. What's the one where he's like, he starts out saying something and then he's like, sometimes I say a sentence not knowing where I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. Like, what does he say before that? I don't know. He's talking to David Wallace about. He's like, oh, I think I found it. My philosophy is basically this. And this is something that I live by. And I always have. And I always will. Don't ever, for any reason, do anything to anyone, for any reason, ever, no matter what, no matter where, or who, or who you are with, or where you are going, or where you've been, ever, for any reason, whatsoever. Michael Scott. And this one's just Michael Scott this time, not Wayne Gretzky. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, those words of wisdom, we're going to close out our episode. Uh, Thanks for participating is produced by me, Josh Rich, and this lovely lady joining me, Sydney Rich. Thanks for being here, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. It's always great to have such a a fun guest to talk to on the show. We should do this more often. Yeah. It's always fun to sit in the warmest room in my house. So (laughs) Um, go ahead and follow the podcast on Instagram at TFP underscore pod it's tfp as in thanks for participating underscore pod you can send us an email at participating dot podcast at gmail.com for listeners sydney was giving me some rock star hands in the air as i was sending you that email okay um but yeah send us an email we love 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 getting uh listener feedback questions fan mail you know if you want to send us some fan art that would be super dope you know no pressure Uh, you with or without artistic abilities but you know we would definitely not be opposed to receiving fan art i'm definitely a very artsy fartsy person and i love that kind of stuff so (laughs) i like that you said fartsy on the podcast okay you're one to talk the cover art is by vaishan brandon you should check him out at graphite.vmb on instagram he is so talented he's done the cover art for a lot of the podcasts that i really like to listen to and he was super easy to work with. So if you ever need logos or anything for some of the project, creative projects you're working on, go ahead and check him out first. Um, and the music for our podcast is by Mitch Fry, uh, one of my good buddies. You can follow him um, on Instagram at firefry underscore. That's F-R-E-I fry, firefry underscore. 
Is there anything else that you would like to say? I feel like I've asked you that a lot of times. Anything else? I feel like I'm still wanting more. This is so fun to talk to you. I just, I don't want it to stop. I love you. Oh, (laughs) that's nice. She said she loved me. And it's, you can't deny it because it is on record. And I love you all too, listeners. I'm grateful for you guys tuning in. This is fun for us. And it's really fun to have you guys listen along. We've gotten a lot of really good feedback from a lot of people. And we're just so grateful that you guys actually care. <laughs> yeah, it, it blows my mind that anyone even listened to our first episode. Yeah. Or our, our zeroth episode, as you will. The fact that people did. And, you know, listeners, if you're listening now, thank you so much. We really do mean it. You know, ultimately us sitting down, having a fun conversation as husband and wife, as best friends. And the fact that anyone is out there, you know, supporting us. like It means a lot. Yeah, that's that's awesome. We really do love you. And we are super excited where this podcast is going to take us. We're super excited for you guys to join us, to participate with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think we should do, you know, what we do best. We put our hands in the middle. And on the count of three, we say the thing. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Thanks Thanks for for participating. participating. Boop, 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 boop. That's what she said.